Welcome to another episode of Sunday School at Modern Mystic Shop. My name is Kelly Knight. I am your podcast host and Modern Mystic Shop owner. Today we are discussing manifestation. And before we get into some of my personal manifestation stories, I just want to refer you to our website, modernmysticshop.com. We have so many tools that aid in manifestation from crystals such as pyrite or citrine or uh, moss agate to our witch better have my money ritual kit. We have abundance candles and sprays and we have uh, new moon candles, all of these amazing products that are designed to help you more tangibly call in what it is that you are trying to manifest. So don't be shy and head over to modernmysticshop.com to check out some of our offerings. Now, I fancy myself a master manifester. I hope that doesn't sound braggy, but I get so excited to have conversations about how to create a life that feels magical and purposeful. And I have so many stories in my life of incredible ways that I have created something out of nothing. And you know, this store that we have, Modern Mystic Shop, is one of those manifestations. But I had an instance recently that I really wanted to share. So we were featured, one of our products, on Good Morning America last month. And when that opportunity came to be, I needed to raise about $80,000. $80,000 is not, you know, something to sneeze at to buy the merchandise that we needed for the segment. And it was a real stretch for me to figure out how to generate this kind of money. And I only had about a week to do it. So through various means, I was able to source half of the money, and I had about three days or less to come up with the rest of the cash, and I happened to look at my calendar, and I realized that the segment for Good Morning America was on my grandfather's birthday. Now, my grandfather um, died about 10 years ago. I call him Grandpa Meatball. Uh, But he's the ancestor who I feel is the most present with me in my life. I have an altar with him on it, and I communicate with him all the time. So I said, listen, Grandpa Meatball, (laughs) if I am meant to be on this segment on your birthday, you need to make this money fall out of the sky. I have done my best. It is up to you, Grandpa Meatball, make it rain. Uh, So I just had that prayer and that conversation with him. Kind of let it go. And later that day, I went to my friend's massage studio, uh, Christine at Ritual Bodywork. Shout out if you're in Atlanta. She just opened her new location in Grant Park. But regardless, I went into Christine's massage studio and she greeted me. Um, she, you know, she asked me how I was doing and I said, I'm fine. I just need $40,000 to fall out of the sky so that we can be featured on Good Morning America. But besides that, all's, you know, all's going well, I said jokingly. So I went in for my massage and she went with in with her client for her massage. And when I came out, the client that Christine was massaging approached me and offered to loan me the money that I needed on the spot. I didn't know her. I had never met her before. Uh, she was a fan of our business. And just like that, the money fell out of the sky. This is my most recent example, but I have dozens and dozens of stories like this. And I apply many of the instructions that our presenter, Jen Mazur, teaches about. Um, And so that's why I love experiencing this and sharing this with you guys, not to brag, but to say like, this is possible. So Again, last year, Jen Mazur came through town and she was leading a class um, and a workshop for our team. So private class with our team. And in that room that day, I said that I wanted a book deal specifically with HarperCollins. This was January 2019. A few months later, that deal was signed and our book is coming out in September 2020 under uh, one of HarperCollins' uh, umbrella, under their umbrella, with Harper Design. Boom, that manifestation happened. Because Jen also is really powerful, and she is the real deal. And just by sharing in her aura, by listening to this podcast, um, you're creating these mirror neurons with her story and my story of success. And these stories will help your psyche create more space for creating what you want in your life. It's true. It's true. So 
just to tell you about this class after I've given you these stories to inspire you and your own you know, quest for manifestation. Uh, Jen shares in this class how manifestation really works. She simplifies the process and makes it so easy. She shares how to use your imagination to tap into your intuition and what it means to live in a participatory universe. She helps with the best language to use to help you manifest and what to do if an obstacle shows up. So you're going to listen and you're going to learn some easy manifestation practices that you can apply to your life immediately, right now. She's all about doing things right now to manifest all of your heart's desires, not just in 2020, but beyond. You guys, I know this stuff works. I have experienced it over the years. Manifestation has become a little bit of a cheesy word, but I have to tell you that if you apply some of these techniques that she's offering and you integrate them into your life to where they become automatic, the the level of synchronicities and signs and um, just stuff showing up for you is really mind blowing. And, you know, I think that, you know, I've read the quote, you know, on Instagram and beyond to expect miracles. Miracles happen when things are in the flow. And it's not the exception. The exception should be when miracles aren't happening. And that clues us into an adjustment that we need to make to be in alignment. Well, without any further ado, I introduce Jen Mazur and Manifesting 2020. Hi everyone, can you all hear me okay? Okay. Hi, so my name is Jen Mazur. My friends actually gave me the nickname Queen of Manifestation. And they gave me that name years ago because I was always a friend in my circle who every time we got together I had another outrageous thing that I manifested in my life from living rent free in the East Village of Manhattan for over 10 years in an apartment that I renovated with a jacuzzi um, to traveling around the world, manifesting my soulmate, who happens to be a successful musician, um, to giving birth at home with no medicine to my daughter, um, to having my artwork in the New York Times, New York Magazine, being featured in Marie Claire, Cosmopolitan, to starting a green school in Nigeria, um, hanging out with Whoopi Goldberg backstage at the UN or at a private cocktail party with Martin Scorsese. So many things that I dreamed up were happening for me. And my friends were asking me, how did you do this? How did you manifest this? And I always was a really great manifester. And I want to share with you all today how manifestation really works because it's so much easier than we are all making it out to be. And so about 10 years ago, I started teaching about manifestation, and it led to everything that you'll hear more about today. Um, so I'm so excited to have this next hour with you. It's very serendipitous that we are in the beginning, not only of a new year, but a new decade. And astrologically, what's happening in eclipse season, and that we just had a full moon lunar eclipse, and now tomorrow, which I'm so glad. We talked about the astrology of tomorrow. Um, there's never a bad time for manifesting, right? We are all manifesting whether we realize it or not. And all that we want is to understand how to consciously manifest in our lives, right? Because if we think about the law of attraction, that our thoughts create our reality, we are always creating our reality. And right now is a new opportunity to create what we want to create next. And I like to think of it as we are all at a restaurant and the universe is the kitchen. And we're placing our order into the kitchen of the universe, right? And the universe is a yes universe. And so if you think about and you imagine that you're sitting down at your favorite restaurant with your best friend and the waiter comes to take your order and you look at the menu and you go to this restaurant all the time, so you have your favorite dish on the menu. But this day, there happens to be a special on the menu. And the special has all of your favorite foods and ingredients in it, but you've never had it before, and you're nervous. You don't know if you're going to like it. Do you order the same thing that you always order that's safe? Or do you order the special? 
most people stick to what they know. They stay in their comfort zone and they keep reordering <laughs> that same thing even though they say they want something else. Who can relate? Yes. So I want to encourage you to order the special, right? Go for that thing that's going to stretch you outside of your comfort zone, but it's got everything you want in it. So let's say you order that special, right? And then the waiter takes your order, takes it to the kitchen, and you're sitting there talking with your friend, and it's taking a really long time for your food to come out. Do you doubt that you're ever going to get your food? No, it's annoying. You might have to remind the waiter, but you know you're going to leave that restaurant having eaten, <laughs> right? And so often when things take longer than we expect or an obstacle shows up, we see that as an excuse to get out of the thing that we say we want. Oh, it's not meant to be. It's not going to happen, right? And we give up on our dreams right before we're about to experience the fruit of our intentions and labor and action, right? So it's going to happen. The difference between a powerful manifester and someone who's just trying to manifest is that you expect that everything you want is actually going to happen, right? It's going to come. So let's say you're back at that restaurant and you've ordered pizza and you've placed your order because you're really craving pizza, but then after the waiter takes the order to the kitchen, you're second guessing your order and you're thinking, oh my God, I shouldn't have ordered the pizza. It's got all this dairy and gluten. I should have gotten the vegan kale Caesar salad. And you're in your head, maybe I made the wrong decision. <gasps> and you're sending mixed messages to the universe, right? Or the kitchen. So they've already started to make your order. It's a yes universe. The kitchen's gonna make what you ordered. Um, so we do this all the time. We say we want something, but then we're unsure or unclear if we made the right decision. Here's the thing, you can't mess up what's meant for you. You can't. And so the natural state of the universe is change. It's motion. So we don't wanna fear change. We can always make another decision if it turns out that that's not what we wanted, right? Once we actually manifested it. But let's commit to the thing that we say that we want and see it through to fruition. So, Here's the thing with manifestation. It's not just you making things happen. It's not I alone am making this happen. Manifestation is so much more about tuning in and receiving and allowing what's already there to come through. So when we are manifesting, we're actually using our imagination to tune in. So here's what I mean. When you have a desire for something that you want to manifest, when it first comes in, right, whatever that is, whether it's I want to manifest a relationship or a new job or this home or more money, it's not just you wanting something and then feeling bad because you don't have it already. When we have a desire, it's us tuning in to what's actually there for you. It's the universe's desire for you. So we're receiving the universe's dream for us. And I want to take it even further. When you use your imagination to dream up what you want to create for your lives, your imagination is how you tune in to your intuition. So I've taken some psychic training classes. And when we did practice readings, it felt like I was making it up. I was seeing it in my head. We are all intuitive. We're all energy receivers and givers. We're walking around like energy towers. And we know this because of the people listening to this podcast or our cell phones. There are energy waves all around us that are sending and receiving information. And it's the same with the universe speaking to us all the time, right? If we can only tune in to what the universe is giving us. And we do this through our imagination. That's how we tap in and receive the information. And so when you have an idea for something that you want to manifest, it's not just you having this crazy idea. It's actually you intuiting what's going to happen. 
most people discount that when they receive the idea. They think, that's crazy. I want that, but I could never do that because, right? And there's all the excuses that come up. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough support. And then they're pushing those dreams away instead of saying yes and receiving them. So when you have an idea for what you want, even if you don't believe this, just play. Even if your friends think you're crazy, for you, for yourself, trust your visions. Trust that it's all going to happen, even if it takes a different route. So if you think about your dream, now I live in New York and I'm here in Atlanta with all of you, and I use GPS to get everywhere around here. So when I'm driving, I put in my destination, Pont City Market, and what happens if I plug in my destination and I'm on the highway and all of a sudden, 400, the, the highway is closed? Do I doubt that Pont City Market went away? <laughs> no, Pont City Market is still there. Modern Mystic is still there. It's just that, oh, that road is closed. I've got to go another way that I wasn't expecting. But my destination didn't go away. Do you guys feel me? So even if you end up going a different route, it's not exactly what you expected, it's still happening. It's still manifesting. And that's how it works, right? So most of us kind of know what we need to do or what we're being guided to do. It's just scary to actually do those things. So my whole thing is, it's not hard, it's just uncomfortable. There's a difference. It can be easy and uncomfortable, right? The truth is a lot of the things that we want, they're small little action steps to get started. They're just uncomfortable action steps, like asking for help, right? Or telling someone our big dream. So it can be easier. And Part of the law of attraction, law of attraction, our thoughts are creating our reality, right? The universe is a yes universe. So right now is an opportunity for all of us to expand what we believe is possible for our lives. So many people who I work with, they come to me with a big dream. And part of why they love working with me is I actually make their dream bigger for them. What if that big dream, that's your biggest dream in the world, what if it actually was better than that? Do you feel me? What if you could actually go further than that? Most of us are limiting ourselves when we first dream what we want in the first place, right? It can be better. So it's our opportunity and practice to continue to open up to more possibility in our lives. Now, there's also the law of vibration. And most of us here at Modern Mystic and in this community, we know about the, um, the, the logo or the slogan, high vibe attracts your tribe, right? We hear about like, we wanna be high vibe. But what does that actually mean? High vibe is high vibration. And I talked about us walking around as energy receivers and givers, as these energy towers. So when we're vibrating at a higher frequency, we're attracting things to us that are a match to that frequency. Everything around us that appears to be solid, the crystals that we have, our bodies, our cell phones, if we were to zoom in with a microscope, it's actually all in motion. It's molecules, right? Neurons, electrons, everything is moving all the time. It's vibrating, even though it appears to be still. The natural state of the universe is movement. If we think about our planet right now is spinning, but it's so slow we can't feel it. But there's cycles and movement all the time. So if the natural state of the universe is movement, we want movement in our lives, right? We want change. If we're afraid of change, we're going against the natural state. So we want to embrace change. Anything new that we want to manifest, we don't know what it's going to feel like because we've never manifested it before. We only know what we've experienced. So all of your dreams that you have are new, right? They're things that you don't know what they're gonna feel like. So they're going 
to be uncomfortable by nature of them being new. So it's reframing discomfort, right? Anytime we feel discomfort, it's a good thing. It means we're about to experience something new, which is what we want. It's the same thing with fear, right? We don't get rid of fear. Fear is not bad. It's reframing fear, right? It's a good thing. We're afraid because we're about to do something that's out of our comfort zone. We're about to experience something new. So we want to embrace that change, that movement, that vibration to be high vibe. That's when you walk into a room and there's someone whose energy is just amazing. You want to talk to them. What are they up to? It's that high vibe. And then everybody raises their vibration to match that person. And that can be all of us. And we're here on the planet at this time in great change and transformation to be the light, right, for everybody in our community. It doesn't mean that your big dream has to be this huge, I'm going to change the world. But by you living in your truth, you are changing the world because you're sending off that good energy, right? So in terms of manifestation, a lot of times people think <laughs> that you have to be positive all the time, right? If our thoughts are creating our reality, you're reciting mantras, you know, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. That's not how it works, you guys. First of all, if you recite mantras all the time for yourself in the mirror, for whatever it is that you're manifesting, it can actually have the opposite effect than you're going for because it's a reminder that you don't have that thing that you want and you keep reinforcing it. You're like, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not nowhere near being a millionaire, right? And you're feeling bad about it. So we don't want to pretend that we're happy and fabulous, like, you know, how are you doing? And your friend says, I'm great, but you can tell she's about to have a breakdown, right? That's not it. If, we're, if we want high vibration, we want flow, which means we want to feel our emotions and let them out. You don't want to keep them stuck. So if you've got something in your life where you're feeling stuck, why is this not working? Let's look at what's going on. Maybe there's something that needs to be released. And on full moons and eclipses right now, which we're in, those are really great times to release, let go. If you haven't already done this for the past year, this is a really good time to do reflection on what am I leaving behind? What didn't go so well last year? What do I want to let go of? And it's okay to look at it. We don't have to be afraid to look at our stuff our limiting beliefs, our guilt, whatever it is that we're holding on to that no longer serves us. We want to feel it and let it out so there can be movement and not stuck energy. That's why I receive acupuncture, right? It's like, let's release that stored blocked energy. So, and a lot of people do body work in other ways. And sometimes you're crying on the yoga you know, mat or whatever. That's a good thing, right? We're feeling and releasing that energy so we can keep having movement in our lives. So instead of you know, reciting a mantra that doesn't feel good for you, I love to change some of those statements into questions. And that way, they feel possible. So instead of saying, for example, I use the I am a millionaire, right? But instead of saying that, you can say, how can I be a millionaire? How can I be in a great, supportive, soulmate, loving relationship? Do you see what I'm saying? So you're not pretending that you have what it is that you don't have and feeling bad about it, but you're opening it up to the universe to receive. So even if you don't know the next step, you're open to receiving some sort of sign or synchronicity to take that next step, right? So anytime, it's, it's not I am this, but how can I? Another really great language tool is oftentimes we have these big dreams and we tell ourselves we can't. I can't do this, right? I can't do that. So again, it's how can I do this? Not I can't. Okay, it, it doesn't seem possible right now for us to afford that vacation, but how could I afford that vacation, right? So then you start to find creative ways to see how that could happen. So in terms of manifesting, I talked about when you have an idea for something, 
It's not just you having this idea, but you intuiting what's already there for you. So when I first had the idea to write my book, I said it out loud for the very first time. I was on the phone with my coach at the time, and I said, I think I have a book within me. And that's all I said. And like any good coach, she was like, awesome, Jen. Yeah, I can help you. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, cool. But I took no action. I literally just said it out loud for the first time. And a week later, I got an email from a publishing company. And it was through my contact form on my website. This was my old, outdated website. I never got stuff through my contact form. If I did, it was spam. And <laughs> so I looked at this email, and I was like, this must be some sort of scam. Like, they probably want me to pay them to write a book, you know. But I read the email, and it was from a small publishing house. I'd never heard of them. And they said, Jen, we love your voice on your blog. We'd really love for you to write a book. Something like Manifesting Made Easy. I was like, huh. I Googled the publishing company, and they had, you know, some good titles. So I agreed to get on the phone with them. They offered me a paid book deal to write my book. I had one friend at the time who was a published author. So I, I reached out to her and I said, do you have any literary agents? She helped me reach out to some literary agents. And I got a literary agent to help me negotiate my book deal. My dream publishing company was Simon & Schuster. And this was a small publishing company I'd never heard of. So while I'm writing my book, guess what happens? my small publishing company gets bought by Simon & Schuster. So now if you have my book, the back of it really big says Simon & Schuster. <laughs> um, and this is what I say when we're intuiting, right? It's just like saying yes. It's, it could happen in a whole other way than you think it has to happen. It can be much easier. I didn't have to write a book proposal, right? It didn't take a long time. It, it came to me because I just opened up and said yes. I know it sounds crazy, but I have so many stories I could spend hours with you. You know, it's so many examples after example of this happening. So when you have an idea for what you want, imagine, let's just use the book example, right? That you have the idea to write a book. Instead of saying, okay, I want to write a book, but I don't have enough time, I've never written a book before, I don't know anybody who's a literary agent, I'm not sure how to write a book proposal, blah, 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 excuse after excuse to get out of the thing you said you want. What if when you first have that idea for whatever it is you want, let's say writing the book, you were like, oh my God, I'm going to be an author, I'm going to be a published author. I'm going to be on Oprah's book club. I'm going to be a New York Times bestseller. You would act totally different, right? You would actually take the action because you believe it. That's the difference. A powerful manifester actually expects that it's going to happen. Who here has ever had a party and they've invited a friend to their party and you have a friend, RSVP, that they're going to try to make it? Does that friend ever show up? No, they don't. Because we know if they say they're going to try to make it, they're not committed. They're not coming, right? You all are here at the recording of the live podcast because you are committed. You guys were like, I am going to that Manifest 2020, right? So there's a difference. We are showing up. We're committed to our dreams. We're seeing them through to fruition. We expect that they're going to happen. That's why one of the things I teach in my program, Manifestation Masters, I have everybody put their dates in their calendar for their dreams. So this is a little advanced technique, you guys. Whatever it is that you want to manifest. It could be when you meet your soulmate or when you're getting proposed to. I had a woman email me. She did my program like six months ago, and she put the dates about when her, or her boyfriend was going to propose to her, and it happened the day before. I mean, crazy, like to the T. Here's the thing with putting dates in your calendar. It's, it does something with your subconscious mind because you actually believe it's going to happen. So even if that date passes and it doesn't happen, let's say you, you're going to run a marathon, right? 
because you put that marathon in your calendar, you've probably taken different action, right? You're probably running regularly or joined a running club. So even if something happens and it doesn't work out that you're there, you don't feel bad about yourself because things have shifted and changed. So it's all good, right? Hi, it's me again. I hope you are enjoying this episode of Sunday School at Modern Mystic Shop. I wanted to pop in and say if you like what you're hearing, especially if you love what you're hearing and you listen to our podcast week after week and you gain anything positive from it, I would really appreciate it if you would share this podcast with anyone that you think we can help and serve through these messages. It is our goal in 2020 to grow this podcast to have a further reaching audience. And the way that we've grown our business in the past has been through word of mouth through people like you. So I'm just reaching out and asking if you have anyone that would benefit from these episodes, please, please share our podcast with those that are near and dear to you so we can help grow our global community and we can grow and learn and transform together. Thank you so much for listening. And now back with our episode. So let's commit to our dreams. Let's trust our visions. I like to think of it as we are here in this physical form, in this lifetime, to create and manifest on a physical level. I have friends who have had near-death experiences. Has anybody here had a near-death experience? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So many of you. Amazing. Woo-woo. Yay. Um, Like, awesome. Sometimes there's, like, one hand. Um, (laughs) There's, like, five people in the room. Um, Cool. So how they've explained it to me in all different ways, but it's all the same, is that when they've clinically died... It felt like pure love. It was like the biggest high they've ever had in their lives. It was just amazing. So if that's our natural state, do you see what I'm saying? It's love. We are all love. It's all okay, no matter what, right? So we are here on this physical form to create and experience that on a physical level. So why not create the most amazing thing that you can dream up for yourself, right? There's also something called the law of polarity. So the law of polarity, if we think about the Earth, there's the North Pole and the South Pole, and there's magnetic energy and gravity, right, holding everything together. So if we think about positive and negative, Both sides of the equation exist at the same time. We actually need them. We need that contrast. We need the positive and the negative. So let's not be afraid of looking at the negative. What's the worst thing that could happen if I make this big ask or I start this business and I fail, right? What's the worst thing that could happen? Allow yourself to feel into it. It's okay. Then move into the best case scenario. What's the best thing that could happen if I start this new business? And it goes really well, right? And then go back to that worst case scenario again. It starts to not feel so real anymore, but you feel it out, go back to the best case. And what happens is if you keep going back and forth, you don't really resonate with the worst case scenario anymore. You start to laugh. It doesn't feel like that's gonna happen. You've allowed yourself to feel it. And you're like, eh, I'm good. I'm gonna go for it, right? So we want to be able to feel that. I love to think of it as, you know, if we think about energy and light and dark, there's so much talk, and I've been doing this for years, about manifesting and setting new intentions on the new moon. The new moon is when you don't see it, right? It's completely black. All of creation happens in the dark. So I'm a woman, if we think about the womb, it's dark, right? inside when the child is there in your belly. If we think about farmers planting seeds in the dirt, it's dark under the soil, right? Darkness is okay. (laughs) We don't have to be afraid of it, do you see? The other thing too, in terms of farmers planting seeds for their dreams, we're setting intentions, we're planting our seeds for our visions. So let's say you plant seeds for potatoes. We're potato farmers now. (laughs) So we plant those potato seeds. We can't see what's happening underneath the dirt. 
the potatoes grow underneath the dirt, right? There's a level of trust that even if you can't see the physical results of what you are manifesting, things are happening underneath the soil. You might see around you in your life right now dirt. <laughs> That's all you see. It looks like dirt. But there's stuff happening and movement. Perhaps the roots are growing down, which need to grow down first into the soil before you get the sprout. Do you see what I mean? So it's you continue to nurture and water the soil for your dreams. You continue to nurture and provide light for your visions. Even if you can't see the physical result yet, you trust that it's all happening. And if we're all potato farmers and we start to pull out those seeds after a few weeks because we're like, nothing's happening here, we've just ruined it. Instead, we continue. We know, oh, it's about three months or so, right, until these are ready. So I'm going to continue and trust that in three months, it'll be ready. Do you see what I mean? We're all planting seeds for our visions right now. And that's amazing. There's no right or wrong time. I love to talk about the moon cycles just to understand them. Because if we know what's happening, we can work with those cycles and make it a lot easier, right? For example, if it's a restful period, like a retrograde, retrogrades, we don't have to be scared of them. But it's just a restful time. It's a reset. It's a time to look at things. So if we know that, then we don't have to be hard on ourselves and over effort. It's like, good, I can relax, right? And give myself some love. If we're over efforting and we're hustling hard to manifest, we're not in alignment. We don't want to hustle to manifest. It should be easy. It should be in alignment. There's a difference between hustling and a time when you have a lot of creative inspiration, right? So my background is as an artist, I'm with a musician. I get what it means to be up all night working on a project. But it's not that frantic energy. Do you see what I'm saying of freak out, that I have to make it work and make it happen? You don't trust that it's gonna happen then. That's not the energy you wanna put out. Do you see what I'm saying? You wanna trust your visions. So. There's an ease and an alignment and a flow with manifestation. Now, while I was writing my book, Manifesting Made Easy, my publishing company designed my cover for me, which happens usually when you have a publishing company. And they give you like the first draft to approve it or whatever. <laughs> so I'm, I get my book designed. And they don't know that at the same time, my friend Lisa from California, she had reached out to me because she knew my work as the queen of manifestation. And she wanted to create a board game because she was with a group of friends in California and they had all like had this beautiful sharing at someone's home and they were supporting each other and their dreams. And um, then someone brought out a game that was not positive that they wanted everybody to play. And she was like, oh no, we need to have the opposite of this. There's no game on the market that's positive, that's fun, that's about us right, and uplifting ourselves. So she reached out to me to create it. So we start making this game. We have a prototype. We have it in the manufacturer in China. And the publishing company has no idea that this is happening, right, that we already have the prototype being made. And I know some of you guys are listening online and can't see this, but my book cover and my game cover completely match. They're both this like turquoise blue, they've got gold and a big spark on it. My game is called Sparked. And the publishing company had no idea. I had chills when they sent me this cover. And at first I thought, oh no, my business partner in the game is gonna be really upset with me. <laughs> but actually it was so synchronistic. And the publishing company was like, yes, we want it to be this blue, like for clouds and dreaming. So. These are the th synchronicities and the things that you can't make up, right? That show you that your dream is bigger than you. If you can just say yes to those opportunities that feel right, right? And continue to say yes and open up. It's not I alone am making this happen. We are always co-creating with the universe. We're always receiving information. 
And so it's a good thing to ask for help. We don't want to be afraid to ask for help. There's something called the law of reciprocity, which is about giving and receiving. It's a cycle. Who here has ever done something nice for someone else? Doesn't it feel good, right? It feels good to help someone. So by you asking for help, you're actually giving someone an opportunity to feel good. We want that. So don't be afraid to ask for what you need because it feels good to help, right? So let's not block what we're being shown in terms of our desires, right? If we don't know the next step, ask. It's okay. We don't do things in a vacuum. Even Modern Mystic, there's a whole team of people who've brought this event to life. Do you see? And it's so much better when we enlist other people in our dreams because maybe they have an idea we hadn't thought of, right? Maybe they're an expert in something that we're not. So let's open up to receive and ask for the support. Manifestation can be really fun, right? It's about having the belief and the expectation and taking action, aligned action. Not overaction because we're not trusting, but aligned action. So it's belief, expectation, and action in order to manifest our visions. And that's when those synchronicities and those things that we couldn't have even dreamed up for ourselves happen. It actually could be way better than we're imagining it right now. So manifestation really happens from a feeling place. That's why just reciting mantras doesn't really work for everybody, right? It's because you don't necessarily feel what you're saying to be true. Do you feel me? Feel. <laughs> so, for example, you say you want to be happy. When you smile, it actually releases endorphins that help you feel happy. So, let's all think about what your big dream is now. It could change, but what's the one thing you want to manifest right now, next? That if you manifested that thing, it would change everything for you. What's that next big dream for you? Everybody got it? Now, how will you feel once you actually have manifested that? How will you feel? Got that? Okay, the next question to ask yourself is, how can I feel this way now? Because even if I don't have that thing that I say I want, I can still feel the way I want to feel when I have that thing. And actually, by feeling that way now, I'm raising my vibration and I'm drawing in more circumstances that are a match to that feeling, and that's how it manifests. So many people wait for their dreams. Someday, when I have this, then I'll do that. We all get caught up doing that. All of manifestation happens in the present, in the now. The now is all we have. So, if we know we want to feel secure and safe and free and, you know, like I'm walking on clouds or whatever the feeling is, okay, what are things that I can do now that allow me to feel that way? It could be anything. Everything is related. So it could be I'm going to put on some music and dance in my bedroom, or I'm going to do some yoga, or I'm going to go for a walk outside in nature. Whatever it is that's going to raise my vibration to allow me to feel that way. And we want to do things like that on a regular basis. Because it's all connected. Even if it doesn't seem like it's related to your big dream, it is because you're raising your vibration. And that's when you're on that walk in nature and you get home and you've got that email telling you you got the new job or you got approved for the mortgage, <laughs> right? Or you get the divine inspiration for the next book you're going to write. <laughs> that's how it works. So we want to do things on a regular basis that raise our vibration? What is it that we love to do? And so often when I ask that question to people, they tell me, but then they're actually not doing those things. Like, oh, I love to ride my bike. When was the last time you rode your bike? Oh, six months ago. 
<laughs> right? So how can we bring that into our life on a regular basis so that we actually can raise our vibration? And I talked about manifestation happening now, right? It's not far off in the future. So you probably have heard of acting as if, right? Acting as if is not just fake it till you make it. There's more to that. It's because we want to feel the way we want to feel now. It doesn't have to wait. I had a woman come to me. She did my online um, program. And she wanted to manifest her dream house. She lived in Texas. And she didn't think she was ready. She was a newlywed. But one of my challenges in the program was to do something to act as if, to take some sort of action. So she actually met with a mortgage broker. And guess what? She got approved for a mortgage. And she never thought she was going to. And guess what? She looked and found a place in her neighborhood, which she wanted to live in. And it was available for sale. So she ended up buying her dream house. Like, literally, it was 40 days that all of this happened. So my, I share that to inspire you guys. Like, it doesn't have to be far out. When you actually take action, where you're like, oh, well, how would I act if I was a homeowner? Like, maybe I would organize my finances. And maybe you hadn't organized your finances in a long time or paid your taxes or whatever, right? Okay, I would be a steward of my finances. And then when you actually do, then everything comes together and it happens so much faster and easier than you thought it was going to be. So it's not, I will do this, because if you say, I will, you're putting it off into the future for some day. It's, I am, right? It's not, I will, that's future tense. I am, we are. And it's not, I want, because I want is basically reinforcing that you don't have it already and making you feel in lack versus abundance. The universe is naturally abundant. It's true. It's not just a cliche thing that people say. If we look in nature, we can see that the universe is naturally abundant. Even when there's been destruction, things find a way to come back to life. So there's enough for all of us. And if we think about planting seeds, we already have what we need inside of us to manifest our visions. We don't have to recite affirmations every day. I love the idea of setting it and forgetting it. Set your intention. Take the time to get clear on what you want. Place your order so the universe knows what to give you. But you don't have to look at it every single day, right? You, you're trusting that it's going to happen. So it's like, cool. Thank you. I set my intention, right? So if you think about an acorn that's been planted in the dirt, does the acorn need to say, I'm an oak tree, I'm an oak tree, I'm an oak tree? No. It already has what it needs to be an oak tree. It just needs to let itself open up. It's the same thing with all of us. The fact that you have the idea in the first place means that it's meant for you. It's true. It means that it's meant for you. So it's up to us to say yes to that thing. Yes. That's when synchronicity and everything happens, and it's so amazing. I took my family on safari for the first time a year and a half ago. And I had spent a lot of time living in South Africa when I was in college, and afterwards, so I, I love it in South Africa, but my family had never been. And we took our family on, um, it was like a seven day vacation or eight day vacation over my daughter's break from school. And she had just turned six, you had to be six to go on safari. So I planned this whole vacation in South Africa and I have a lot of friends there. So there were all these things I wanted to do and you know, people I wanted to see. So the whole thing was very booked. And there was one day that we were doing the safari. So I found online, I researched randomly, randomly, a place that was glamping, because my daughter wanted to camp. So it was like a tent, but you had a bed, right? And it was a national park, but it was one I had never been to. So I, I booked the thing, and it came with two game drives, which means like the open air vehicle driving around. 
So we get there, and it started to rain. And there were three men from Europe who were supposed to be on our game drive with us. And because it was raining, and they'd been on safari a bunch of times, they were like, eh, we're good. We're not going to go. Because it's an open-air vehicle. You're going to get wet. But we only had the one night, right? We had the one drive at night and the one early morning drive. So we were like, we're going. So we get in the car. We have a private game drive. I didn't pay for a private game drive, right? We start to drive. Now, I've been on safari many times. It's like you're driving through a national park that's huge. Like, and it takes usually hours to see all the animals that you want to see because you're just trying to find where they are. So literally within like 10 minutes of driving, we see a rhinoceros right in front of our car. And that had never happened to me before. Like, wow, so soon and so close. And then we drive another five minutes. And all of a sudden, there's a pack of eight lions within 10 feet of the car. And they were all on the dirt road because it was raining. And it was easier for them to walk on the dirt road. So thank you, universe, for the rain. Thank you for letting us have this experience of being in our private you know, car on safari. It was the most incredible thing. Usually you're driving for hours and the lions are like all the way over there and you've got your little like, <laughs> um, you know, thing on to see the, the lions. But they were right there. We drove with them. We walked with them for a long time. It was so beautiful. There were two little cubs. It was so magical. And I remember my daughter asking, you know, she was six. So she's asking the driver, are there any bunnies here? <laughs> And I'm thinking, I know there aren't bunnies. I've never seen a bunny in South Africa. And the driver's like, actually, yes, there are bunnies here, but you never really see them. But sometimes, you know, you'll see them at night. Well, guess what? Then we see a bunny. I mean, it was like one thing after another. It was so synchronistic. So we get back to the campsite. And my daughter was really looking forward to, they had like this dinner for us. And then we were going to roast marshmallows on the fire, you know, like all kids love. So the men who were from Europe, they were inside the tent with the food. And then it's just me, my husband, my daughter, and the guide by the fire. And it stopped raining. And all of a sudden, my husband says, look up. And in the sky, we saw a falling meteorite. I didn't know what it was because there's no cell service. It was turquoise, and then it was coming down and turned to red and then went away. And we were like, oh, my God, what was that? Maybe it was an alien. <laughs> it was so cool. And I Googled it later, and that's exactly what we saw. And then the guy who was running the camp. Now, my husband's a very successful musician. People know who he is. And I'm used to that sometimes people recognizing him if they're into his type of music. But this guy turns to me, and he's like, I'm so glad that you came. Like, I really love the work that you're doing. And I was thinking, gosh, like, I booked this, so maybe he Googled me. You know, maybe he saw my address, like, at queenofmanifestation.com. So I was like, oh, did you Google me? And the guy was like, no, I've been following you for years. This guy in South Africa who runs this like glamping thing. And I was like, what? I mean, it was just amazing. And I, it was the end of our trip. We're leaving the next day to go to the airport. I had one of my books left that I didn't give to friends. I was like, I have my book. I'll sign it for you. I mean, it was like, it couldn't have been better. And that's one example of my life. It's like synchronicity after synchronicity after synchronicity. And I share that because that's what's possible. We can live like that all the time. It's not that bad things don't happen, because they do. We can't control everything that's happening, especially in our world today, right? We can control how we react. We can control ourselves. So it's just a matter of pivoting. How do I get back into alignment faster so I don't stay down? If I spill my coffee, it's not the end of the world, and I'm going to have the worst day, right? The practice is finding the opportunity in the obstacle. 
So when we showed up to that campsite and it was raining, I wasn't like, oh, this sucks. We're going to have the worst time ever. You know, fuck, excuse me. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, okay, well, we've got our own private car. Woohoo! You know? So it's what's the opportunity and the obstacle, right? Even if it's a lesson. Okay, how can I grow from this thing? It's not going to be the end of the world. That's why, like, I've shown up at the airport. This happened a couple times. One time I was flying from New York to L.A. I had a, um, an overnight flight because I was speaking at a conference the next day. And I show up to the airport, and all of the flights are grounded. Like, there are no flights going out, and I am speaking in the morning, so I have to get to California. There's a long line to speak to someone up at the counter, but I'm not freaking out, right? And I'm not angry. So when I show up, even though I'm not, definitely not the first one to show up at the counter, I'm nice, I've got my good vibes. I'm not overly nice, pretending that I'm something I'm not, but I'm just showing up, you know, cool, I know it's gonna all work out. Guess what? This woman found a flight on another airline. There was only one seat left, and it happened to be in first class, right? I didn't pay for first class, I got upgraded. And then I get the layout bed, I get warm cookies in the morning. I mean, it was awesome. I got sleep before I was talking the next day. That's how it works, right? That's the finding the opportunity and the obstacle and trusting that it's all gonna work out, right? Do you guys feel me? I have so many examples, but I wanna make sure you guys get this. It's trusting your visions that it can be bigger than what you're saying it is. It's having the courage to say what's actually not working. I had a woman, she read my book, and she realized that she wasn't happy in her marriage, and she had that difficult conversation with her husband. And guess what? She had the most amicable divorce. That's what she wanted. Some people come back together, right? But for her, she knew it wasn't right. That's not hard, it's uncomfortable. Do you feel me? And then within a few months, she was following the book. Guess what? She manifested her soulmate, and they're together now. So I share this because whatever it is that's on your plate, it's possible for you. And it can be even better than you're making it out to be. This same woman who got divorced, found her soulmate, she was you know, in her late 40s. She had grown kids. She'd never done online dating before. She didn't know what she was doing. But she figured out the dating apps. That's how she met her fiance. And her friends kept asking her, how did you do this? So she was going in on the dating apps, helping them, and helping them start conversations and kind of talking as them. And she said, Jen, do you think this is a business? And I said, yes, of course this is a business. And so she started Love Amy and she started being a dating concierge. And guess what? Within four months, she was featured on the Today Show. She's in Business Insider, right? And now she has a waiting list for like the year to work with her. So often, it's like we need other people to say yes, to be the mirrors, right, to our visions. We can be mirrors for ourselves, right? I mean, it's great. I have programs. There's so many things out there to help you say yes and stay in action. But I really want to inspire you. Like, trust your visions. If you're like, do you think this is possible? Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> of course it's possible. Just the fact that you have the idea means that it's possible. If you can imagine it, you can create it. So let's create the most amazing lives. <sighs> Does anybody have questions for me about manifestation? I would love to open it up because we've got an amazing room full of people here. Yes, Kelly. So Kelly asked, once you start to manifest and you get an abundance of opportunities, do you have any ways to discern how to prioritize or what opportunities to say yes to. So that's a great question. So I love, number one, understanding what is a clear yes and a clear no. 
and what does it feel like in your body? So I'll guide you through a quick little exercise to tune in. So if we think about, we want to know what's a yes, right? Our intuition is usually the first thought that comes to mind before our rational mind starts to discount it. It's that first thought. So I want you all to close your eyes, and I want you to think about something or someone that you absolutely love unconditionally. It could be a pet, a child, it could be a chocolate. <laughs> but what is something that when you think about it, you love it, okay? Now amplify that feeling of love in your body. Oh, feels so good. Really think about that thing or that person and amplify, amplify that feeling. Now, notice where you feel that in your body. Where do you feel that in your body? How do you feel right now as you think about that person or thing? Okay? Now you can open your eyes. I would love for some people to share where they felt that in their body. Raise your hand. Yes. In your chest. And then in your legs. Okay, so that's what a yes feels like for you. Everybody feels it in a different place. It's not that, oh, that's what a yes feels like. That's what a yes feels like for you. Got it? Who else wants to share? You want to share? In her chest and in her palms. Yeah. Anybody else? Where do you feel the yes in your body? It was an expansion feeling, right? It wasn't contracting. That's usually what most people feel, that it's an expansion, right, wherever you feel it. Okay, so now we know what a yes feels like. Now, the practice is practicing on small things that you make decisions on on a daily basis so that you trust your yes before you get into really big decisions, right? So it's like, what do I want to eat, <laughs> right? What do I want to make for dinner? Um, and the, the practice is the more that you listen to your intuition and actually act on the things that you feel you should act on, the more that you trust yourself that you're making the right decisions and the more intuitive guidance comes in. It's a practice. Everything is a practice. It's not like you're the most successful person in the world. Even Oprah has stuff that she practices, right? We're always practicing. And every time you get to a new level and you've up-leveled in your life, there's always another layer like an onion that you're peeling. So you think, oh, I've gotten over that. And then, boop, it shows up. We don't have to look for it. I'd over, I never start with limiting beliefs. We don't like, what's all of our limiting beliefs? And then we process all of them. Because if you start there, you don't dream bigger. So you start with dreaming big and getting clear on what you want. Because once you take that new big action, guess what? All your stuff comes up. <laughs> you don't have to look for it. It comes up. Right? That's when you clear. So now let's think about what a no feels like in our body. So I want you to close your eyes again. Okay? And I want you to think about something or someone it could be politically. I know we're very divided right now, but I'm just saying because it's really helpful for a lot of people. <laughs> just think about <laughs> something or someone that you really can't stand. It could be a food, like I hate mushrooms, okay? But something that you really detest. Okay, amplify that feeling of like, I really hate this, okay, in your body. Amplify it. Think about that person or thing or food and you really can't stand it. Imagine that that food or that person is right in front of you. Where do you feel that in your body? Notice where you feel that in your body. Okay, open your eyes. Great, so does anybody wanna share where they felt that in their body? Yeah, in your throat, in your throat, okay. Hard to breathe. Anybody else? In your stomach. Did it feel like it was tight, like constricting? That's a no. 
Again, everybody feels it differently. But now we're clear on what a yes and a no feels like in our body. And it's easier to make decisions and trust ourselves because we know what those things feel like. And I'll leave you this, with this because we're going to be ending our podcast. Let's prioritize our dreams. Treat your dream like a business. Don't put it on the back burner for some day or the last thing on your to-do list. Flip your to-do list and prioritize your big dream. Because if you put it first, small actions lead to big things. And in a few days, in a few weeks, in a few months, everything will be happening. Things will shift and it can be a lot faster and a lot easier than you're making it out to be. And for everybody on the podcast, if you want to learn more, you can go to queenofmanifestation.com. You can find out all about my programs. I have a 40-day manifestation master's program. Um, we start on the full moon January 24th. I do private coaching and masterminds. I have my book, my game. If you're interested in feeling called, you can find out more there. But I'm so grateful for you guys because this is such an amazing community. And I love you all so much. And remember that we are love, right? And everything is perfect the way it is. We're always being guided. Even if it feels like we took a wrong turn, we're always in the right place at the right time. And there's a reason that you are here listening to this podcast or in the room because there's something that you got out of this conversation that's going to take you to the next place that you're meant to be. So thank you so much. This episode was produced by Kirsten Hedges and produced and edited by Georgie Harris. For more information, visit us at modernmysticshop.com and click on Sunday School.